Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Lisa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, Jane is really excited, Midnight Sun from 2018. Um, but first, Jane, you wanted to remind me of a conversation that led us back to something about this movie. That okay, this is just about teen, like the teen universe that we live in. Okay, okay. Issa, you sent me a TikTok about okay. how Dylan O'Brien star of teen wolf is currently blonde yeah and he looks really good i was like why is he blonde and you were like he's in a movie with zoe dutch zoe dutch is a very important character in the under the bleachers uh world and then i started googling that and i found out that this woman quinn shepherd directed that movie and we talked a lot about her Uh, yes and how she's like a young like savant i guess but probably just has like connections um and it all led back to the fact that she's in this movie yes she is an actor in this movie you can also she's not just because someone is like talented at a young age doesn't mean they have to be like a savant well i was being a little hyperbolic (laughs) for storytelling purposes um okay also jane do you want to speak a little bit about do you want to be a tennis correspondent oh my god I honestly like don't know enough, but all all I can share is that the U.S. Open finals happened yesterday for women, and two teens were in the finals. And the woman who won is 18 years old. I can't remember her name, but she's the first person to win the U.S. Open as a qualifier in history, which basically Ooh. means that she was lower rank. She was she was lower rank than at most everyone else in the tournament. So it's incredible, and she's a teen. And there's also like a lot of teen action happening on the men's side of things. She's very 18. exciting. Or yeah, yeah, that's that's wild. I also like. I do need to. I think someone needs to write a TV pilot about like teen athletes, teen Olympic athletes, and then like they grow up and like what happens. Just, <gasps> would it I'm be so a curious. thirty minute comedy, or would it be a Maybe. drama? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't nobody steal that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of people who. Uh, we're probably really hot teens and then are successful now. <laughs> do you want to do you want to introduce us? Yes. Okay. Grace Baylor is a satire and radio writer for Reductress and the Bob and Tom show as well as a stand-up and sketch comedian out of Chicago. Hi. 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 Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. Thank you for being on. Grace, we always ask uh, everyone on our pod, what type of teen were you? Oh, I was a teen that had Tumblr for sure. Yes. Um, but but here's the catch is that I didn't have like a cool Tumblr with like an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I had a Tumblr that was like dedicated to like my cross country, like my <gasps> running. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I like um, that. And I got I had like three, four thousand followers on it at one point, nice. which was so funny. Um, and sometimes like it's still up, so I'll go back and it's like uh, very cringy. But would people ask you questions about your cross country times? Like, did anonymous people ask you questions? Yeah, all the time. Um, and my times honestly were not good. Not good. I like wasn't. I wasn't like good at cross country. It's all I about just the loved brand. It. Yeah, it's just it's just about the brand. I was I was really good at creating a little girl boss runner brand for myself. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we should probably share it. Oh, yeah, send us the link. <laughs> 
it is it is crazy it's crazy um grace we're really happy you chose this movie um and also this is gonna be our first dip into the bella thorne universe um so i was really curious about whether you had heard about this movie before and like yeah or yeah your relationship to bella thorne (laughs) (laughs) um i had heard about the movie actually like when i think the trailer came out in like 2017 or 18 like you know right before the movie itself came out and i remember seeing it on youtube because i love to watch movie trailers and i thought this is a hoot and then i never followed up on watching it um (laughs) But I love following, like, what Bella Thorne is up to. Like, we don't, we don't, I don't, we don't, like, talk about her enough, but we do, but we don't. And so. What was your introduction to Bella Thorne's universe? (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel like I just stumbled upon her Instagram at some point. Okay, okay. So not, like, a movie. Okay. No, no, I just – she was, like, kind of unhinged online a few years ago, and that was my introduction, and I was like, okay, I love her. Okay, <laughs> I need to jump in here because I okay. still don't understand who Bella Thorne is or, like, what she is, and I was <laughs> telling – I was like, Isa, who is she? And she was like, well, she's an actress. I'm like, yeah, but there's more to the story. Like, <laughs> there's so much she's, more. There's, she's not just an actor. Like, if you look at her Instagram, clearly she's – like a like a hot bitch. Like she's someone else. And so I'm yeah, glad we have yeah. an expert here. Grace, can you tell me who slash what is Bella Thorne? Abs- absolutely. I'd be honored to. Um <laughs> the thing is I don't I don't I don't really know like the facts about her, but I know I know she used to do Disney. And yes. I feel like that says enough. Like she is a former mm-hmm. Disney person okay. and didn't, you know, quite make it like Zendaya did. Um, Right, right. My understanding is that she's sort of a foil character to Zendaya, which they were also like in a movie together. And I think people compare her to Zendaya because they're sort of like, Zendaya is like, I don't know, people people sort of compare them as like light side and dark side just because Bella Thorne has like dipped her toe into the world of porn and sex work with bad, with bad results. Awful results. Oh. With like with like awful results. So like I became aware of her because of the OnlyFans thing. So for people who don't know, the basic understanding is that Bella Thorne started an OnlyFans and also directed a porn film. Is that right? She she maybe directed something. And I feel was like, like that makes I'm sense. really into you know saying that women can be sexy, but like not really realizing that she was also sort of fucking over. Um, other sex workers on OnlyFans oh, and then yeah. getting really defensive about it. But but unfairly, she is often, like, people will be like, see, Zendaya didn't have to go on OnlyFans to become famous. And it's like, that's not really what happened. But that's not that, the point. That's sort of what people, like, say, yeah. Right. They do really, like, pair them up and, like, compare them a lot. But I think that they, like, came up in Disney together, which is yes. so interesting. And I think they like each other. <laughs> like, they're not did fighting. I, did I make this up? I feel like I saw an article that was about Bella Thorne and Zendaya, and it was about how they felt they needed to be competitive against each other at the beginning, but now they're really good friends. Mm. And then it was just – and maybe this is a whole other person, but I think there was just discourse <laughs> about, like, women versus women that they sort of felt because they were really young people. Yeah. And then they got over it and were like, oh, that's so stupid. Now we're friends. Right. My question is, what is Bella Thorne's normal – or natural hair color? That's my question. Not this color. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be like 
the not blonde but not brown. Like, and I oh, bet that's it's my like, hair. Mine too. I bet it's I bet it's that type of color. And she was like, I'll I'll do something with it. Yeah, I have some I problems. Hate my hair color. <laughs> oh no, Wait, Grace. no! I was gonna say I have some problems with her hair color in this movie. I it's... love Jane's hair. Well, thank you. Anyway. No, I just want to, since Grace, you said you have similar hair. I I'm wondering your opinion because I've always felt that my hair is neither. It's not one thing or the other, and so that makes me feel kind of bland. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my my whole thing is I'm a big fan of getting highlights now. Oh, okay. Yeah. That I I love getting highlights. They're, they're so fun, instant confidence boost. Then you're like, I'm kind of blonde now. Gotcha. So, yeah, I want yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I want to be one thing or the other. I know. I was gonna say, but but like, it's a good like base from which you guys can do fun stuff. That with, is like, true. Color, whereas as a hmm. black haired girl, I feel like I would have to really like fuck up my hair to be able to get any like color in it. You'd so, have to like bleach that's it. Yeah, sort of yeah, true. I mean, but I to be fair, I shit. did bleach my hair and it was awful i really don't recommend <laughs> anyone bleaching their hair um sorry it we can go back me. to the topic um so this movie um jane had you heard of this before i i introduced you to this because i was like hey guess what there's a teen movie with bella thorne in it and it was actually i think because i was just looking at stuff that had come out post 2017 but it came out in 2018 it was directed by a guy who directed a couple of the step up movies and he also oh. Had directed a lot of Ashley Tisdale music videos, sort of like interesting okay. crossover. Um, and I kind of, I kind of feel that because I think some of the music montages in it were fine. <laughs> like, interesting. I was, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like a teen music video. Um, it is a sickly teen genre movie, correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah, with major <laughs> well, problems. With major problems, it is about <laughs> xeroderma pigmentosa or XP, which is a disease where you're you're basically overly sensitive or like allergic or just damaged by the sun. Um, I googled, I or no, I typed this movie into Tumblr, and someone had written a fanfic about you being the reader is a girl with XP, and it's about Cole Sprouse noticing you. Stop! No. <laughs> wait. And why does he notice? Like in wait. Or like sorry. Like sort of like this movie. Like you watch him from afar, and then he like is like, "Hey, I've never noticed you before." Do you? Do you? Spoilers ahead. Die at the end of the story. <laughs> I we've got to read the fanfic to find out. That's why I'm okay. glad Grace also has Tumblr. Patreon content is us reading the. We should. The I was aloud. really happy. I get really happy when I find related fanfics to the movies. Um, I also um, went back to learning more about Patrick Schwarzenegger. Whoever does his contouring in this movie rocks. As someone who's trying to like learn how to contour my makeup. He looks like he has great cheekbones. His sister is married to Chris Pratt. Oh my god, they had a Already baby. More relevant than like he oh. could ever be, in my opinion. <laughs> like he's trying to make it also, and I think he's not as successful as Bella Thorne. Why does he have to be an actor? He's not. He's he's not good. He should yeah. just stick to like music videos where he doesn't have to talk. Yeah. Because for sure. 
And keep his mouth closed. Like, just so, I don't like his smile. I think no. he gives a, a good performance in Ariana Grande's music video for Right There, and he doesn't talk, and it's great. He does have a very, like, gummy smile. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. But so does, like, Julia Roberts. So, like, I don't know. We can't discriminate. <laughs> no, I will. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like him. Okay, um... Other things about this movie is that on obviously it does not portray the disease very accurately. It was all filmed in Vancouver in Canada, which is interesting because like if we think about other sort of like Pacific Northwest ish movies, like Sun is not like what I associate with that part. Of the yeah, <laughs> it's like that's a great place because it's always cloudy. That's <laughs> where me. the Edward Cullen lives. <laughs> that's where Edward Cullen. And maybe Edward Cullen has XP. <laughs> well, that's that's like the thing, right? That people supposedly bullied her saying she was a vampire. To which oh. I gotta say, not creative. Not creative. Yeah. I don't know. Um. I just like she's so hot in the movie too, though that like realistically, the school would have like rallied around her and probably Absolutely. hosted because things hot. at night yeah. because she's hot. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. If you're a hot person, it's not a problem if you can only do stuff at night. Yeah. It's just the thing. That's just cool. Yeah. That's yeah, a major a major flaw. A major flaw. <laughs> That she couldn't do anything at night for the first 18 years of her life. Um, One other thing I'll say is that if you look at, if you go down to Wikipedia and you know how it tries to give you related Wikipedia pages, right? So it'll say like teen romance films, 2018 films, also says stuff like American remakes of Japanese films, which apparently Mm -hmm. this is, films about guitars (laughs) and guitars. Which I don't like. I don't think this should be associated with with musicians. <laughs> no. Bad representation um, of XP and bad rep- representation of musicians. There yeah. should be riots so, in the streets. Oh, yeah. there. There's a great... I, maybe I can link to this person's blog post, but she wrote a very in-depth... She's someone with XP who wrote a very in-depth review and was like, this is, like, not at all how it works. You can't, like, the main risk of it is you can get skin cancer at a young age, but it doesn't, like, immediately happen where, like, they do sort of, like, make it, like, a vampire where she has to run away. Um, and you can go outside as long as you wear, like, good clothes and, like, a lot of sunscreen. So, like, there's a lot of things she could have been doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as we as we sort of might have imagined. Um, should we get into it? Yeah, let's start. All right. Katie just graduated from high school. She has XP, meaning she can't ever be exposed to the sun. Also, her mom is dead. She hangs out at home with her dad and badass BFF Morgan. She watches cute guy Charlie skateboard by her window every day and plays guitar at the train station at night. Charlie also just graduated, but he's bummed out because he lost his swimming scholarship due to an an injury. He ends up at the train station where he talks to Katie, who fully freaks out and runs away, leaving behind her songwriting notebook. Katie's dad hopes she can get entered into a medical trial since Katie is facing an increasing risk of neurodegeneration if she's exposed to the sun. (laughs) This is... That... This beginning felt so detached from reality yes (laughs) like also the way that he like that charlie approaches katie at the train station and just stares at her i would be scared (laughs) um my question was what would your parents have felt about you asking if you could go busking at a train station as like a special request please can i stay out past curfew immediately like (laughs) 
Like, are you getting bullied at school? I know she was homeschooled, <laughs> but like, like, why do you want to do this? Yeah, my parents would suggest something else, like watching television, <laughs> like anything else. Um, yeah, I think the idea of this movie being far from reality is is exactly right. No one. No one talks or acts like a real human would if they were in this situation. Yeah. Um, the way her dad talks about XP, doesn't he like talk to some girl who comes to the door? He talks about it like he's never talked about it in his life. Like he gets okay. really emotional when the girl oh, comes wait, to the door. Oh, that's that's who grows up to be Quinn Shepard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oops. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love that the dad is like famous ham comedian Rob Riggle. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so funny because that scene that you're talking about where he's telling the little girl about XP, it feels like it's gonna be an SNL bit. Like they're gonna like go into the bit. It's like the beginning of a joke. But it's it's just because of him. The whole movie was a bit. That was his <laughs> little bit. Like <laughs> he yes, was really agreed. badly cast, but it's not his fault. Like there there was no way to make this right, but especially having him like I just I think of him it. in that movie where he <laughs> He just yells like "yeehaw!" It was like Anchorman or something like that. Yes, and yet yes. there he is comforting his dying daughter. Just really didn't work. Um, my other question is: Did any of you ever have a crush on a skateboarding teen? No, I tended to like go for like the kind of like nerd types. Understandable. Mm. We also we also go for that on this podcast. Jane. <laughs> Jane. I don't think I know. I think the skateboarders were probably not good enough in school for me to be <laughs> like interested in not that i not that that was imp- i don't know it's hard to explain but yeah no yeah, they were not your, my it wasn't your click yeah yeah i would what say about er- you? early teen like more like 13 14 i had an ex-door neighbor named john and he he was like a new neighbor which is always like really exciting and he wasn't that good looking but he was like reasonably tall and had a skateboard um and so that was me and my next door neighbor who was my friend both like immediately fell in love with him (laughs) wait Um, (laughs) what was skateboarding culture like in thailand is this was this in thailand this was actually back in manila and he was definitely not a skateboarder like the way he wanted to be like he just like had a normal like preppy house but um but i would say skateboarding culture was also you know people who would want to be like avril lavigne yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so it was like similar. It filtered over, but he was not this. He was he just like was a next door neighbor who had a skateboard, and one time, and we all became friends. And like one time, I asked if I could sit down on the skateboard and roll down the hill. Okay, that's kind <laughs> of fun to of, like, do, though. 14. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, like actually really fun. It's like not as scary. Um, I don't think it made me attractive. Um, <laughs> Jane, did you think? Did you realize that someone from Riverdale is in this? Uh, I'm like racking my brain. No, the, I actually wait, didn't recognize her. So the hot girl who wants to fuck, um, Patrick Schwarzenegger oh. at the party is Polly, Betty's sister from Riverdale, and she looks. Oh my unre- god! She looks oh unrecognizable. My god. Unrecognizable. <laughs> no way. Yeah, All I. Right. Yeah, someone was posting Good about catch. it. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Um, the only thing I sort of like is that Charlie is a swimmer team, teen, which is slightly different from... We don't have that yet. We we haven't had that yet. But otherwise, everything is, is absolutely terrible. Is there a reason why her mom needs to be dead? 
Um, I feel like every movie starts with that. Like, someone's died. Yeah. They couldn't find an actor for the there, mom. There, there <laughs> wasn't really a, a reason for her to be dead in, in my mind. Also, yeah. none, none of this is believable. The idea that she... Her relationship with her father doesn't make any sense because, like, he's supposed to be very overprotective, and she, but she seems really happy. It's very important that the listeners understand that she doesn't seem sick at all. She seems very happy. Yes. She She's very content. I did some Googling also of this disease, and um, it seems like having kind of freckles, yes. a specific type of freckles is like a very, is, is like a distinct uh, sign of this. She looks, she has uh, no freckles. That would freckles. have been so easy. Freckles so are easy really to do. in in like Zoomer makeup right now. Yeah, so easy. She, she doesn't look, she, and and then her attitude to her dad is like she's not resentful. There's nothing. Like there's there's no there's just yeah. nothing here. There's Maybe. some implication. Yeah, there's some implication that like similar to five feet apart, Jane, that she's sort of like someone who wants to like make other people around here feel feel more comfortable and like never complain. Um, but it comes too late, and also like she's just really hot. Okay, so what were you going to say? <laughs> well, I think maybe she has Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. That, I know, is, that's really we sad. Can, <laughs> we can talk about this later, but there's uncomfortable, like, relationship between her and her dad sometimes. Like, she does. Oh, yeah. He does bring up immediately in the start that, like, you look so much like your mom. Good thing she was really hot. And I'm like, oh, hmm. yeah. <laughs> that was so I weird. also was thinking about five feet apart. And one thing that... Again, Five Feet of Heart was terrible, but at least there was this nice dynamic with the main character of that movie and her friends where she she supported her friends, but she like looked looked at their activities and was sad for herself. There doesn't seem to be any of that with Katie and her best friend Morgan. Like she's not jealous of Morgan. She hasn't tried to go to a party yet for some reason. Like there's just this it's like this yeah. it's it's as if this movie began and nothing had happened before it except yes. literally except her watching Charlie skateboard by her house. Yes. Um, my only other note is um, I think they should have just made her a brunette. <laughs> that like, is important. What, what would have changed? Nothing. Move on? Wait, I do have one more comment, which is I read this awesome book uh, called, oh shit, I don't remember what it is. But it's about a woman who has something like XP, but it's okay, not. Okay, okay. Where she... Literally has to live in the basement of her house. Oh. And this book is is a um, nonfiction. It's a memoir. But she wrote it under a pseudonym so that she, oh, she didn't shit. get, you know, okay. unwanted attention. And it was really well written. I'll link it somewhere because I can't remember the name. But what was so cool about this book is uh, between all the chapters were was like a word game she would play. Because she <gasps> spent she spends a lot of her time playing word games. Um Anyway, oh, that was a oh, much better. Oh. That was that was a question I had for you all too. What would what you? Would what hobby would you have cultivated instead of being a guitar girl? Because that was something I immediately was annoyed about. I would be a vlogger. I would I would yeah. build a apart. YouTube empire. People would eat it up again. If you're hot, make it work for you. Absolutely, you could do you could do vlogging. You could do a makeup tutorial thing. They yeah, say that they have a lot of money. You could just like get a lot of makeup products. You could do ASMR, whatever. Bella, I think that's on. good too because there's a social connection, so it would actually benefit you a little bit as well if you were isolated. Um, I don't know. Jan, Jan, I guess I would write. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would just spend many hours alone in my room writing. 
Yeah, I think you would like it as long as you had a dog. <laughs> uh, wait, Do one last comment. Sorry. No, they don't. They don't have a pet. Do they? No, anyway, no, but they should have. My, yeah, my one so last nice. comment is they should have just made this movie about a different disease. Why didn't they just make this movie about a disease? They just should have made up a disease. Okay, I'm yelling. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, let's move on. BFF Morgan comes over to debrief about the boy and then sneakily sets Katie up to get the notebook back from Charlie. When he asks her out, Katie says yes, but doesn't reveal that she has XP. Morgan brings Katie to a nerd's party and Katie looks so hot. Even her dad thinks so. (laughs) The party is lame, but Charlie shows up and then brings them to a cool party. Katie's like, whoa, I've never danced before. So Charlie shows her how. They walk near boats and Charlie (laughs) reveals he injured himself when he was really drunk. That's why he doesn't party anymore. He offers to take her out on his boat and then they kiss. Katie still doesn't reveal that she has XP. I, okay, the one thing that I want to mention about this is that when he gives her her notebook back, he's like, I love that you handwrite everything. It's so old school. (laughs) And then then he puts his phone number in there and he's like, I'm old school too. Yeah. That part killed me. (laughs) I had a comment about that. What was your comment? I was once food shopping in washington dc with a handwritten list and a boy tried to hit on me because he was like handwritten lists old school oh my god and i was like what year what year was this um i guess five years ago so you 2016 (laughs) (laughs) if you had said like 2010 i would have been like yeah that's it was in 1939. I'm not like it, like it wasn't old school. Um, I also love that in that moment, Grace, the book like falls open and there's like a pretty like intricate drawing on the left, and then he just like scrawls his number in like bad handwriting on an yeah. empty page on the right. I was like, how did he like? Why did he put it there? And he also <laughs> didn't include the area code. Oh yeah, <laughs> like. First thing I would have oh, said yeah. is like, "What's your is area code?" I is always that... include mine. Yeah, only in I Vermont. Do. Only in Vermont do people not include area codes because there's only one area code. Yeah, Everywhere else like in the world, on a college campus, maybe if you're like doing the different campus offices. Should we discuss um, Morgan, the friend slash Quinn Shepard? Yes, she's so hot. She's hot. I had the same note. Okay, she I is. love her. I think she looks like a young Allison Brie. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I didn't get much of a reception. <laughs> I that. like Alison okay. Brie too, but but I don't know. She's like a little less mousy than Alison Brie. Uh, She's okay. a little edgier looking. Um. Nate was watching. Nate was watching over my shoulder occasionally, and he looked at a, the the scene of them in the room talking, and he was like, "Could these two be any more different? One has black <laughs> hair, and one has red hair." <laughs> That's probably what the director thought too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they had to make her hair this like insane color. I don't know. I think a love story between like her like like um Katie and Morgan. That could have been Yes. That could have been cool. They had an opportunity there. But Patrick Agreed. Schwarzenegger had to ruin that. Yeah. There's a a lot of questions came up for me. It was like why has she never been to a party before if her best friend is this cool? And if if she had truly never been to a party, why wasn't she struggling more and more socially awkward? She's not weird. There's just she has no real personality traits that make me think she struggled in any way. There's just nothing 
behind her. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if, like, her... I don't know if Morgan was supposed to be cool because she was sort of like, my friends are throwing a party, and it was, like, the quote-unquote lame party, which, by the way, like, I would have still liked. Oh, just, yeah. Like, eating din- a Sunday like bar? Just, like, eating dinner and, like, having a Sunday bar? Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's the true. Only, that's true. Yeah, I don't I don't know why they were so mad. Um, but, yes, I am, I am not a fan of insanely conventionally attractive women acting quirky in movies, like... She, like, all her, like, oh, no, oh, God. Like, it just really did not work for me. Her it was very character, Twilight. Oh, yeah, it was so, it was so, it was so Twilight. But, like, I don't know. Twilight, the first film, was at least kind of, like, an art film. But, like, she, <laughs> but, like, I don't, Katie Price felt like a Meg Stalter character the entire movie. Oh, I love movie. Meg Stalter. I also think, like, at least in Twilight, like, Kristen is, like, doing weird, quirky things, but she also seems like she, like, somewhat hates the world and society, and, like, that's not the vibe from this character at all. Um, But I don't know if it's, like, Bella Thorne's fault, necessarily. I think maybe it's, like, she understood the assignment, as they say online, but, like, the assignment was bad. Like, Mm. (laughs) I agree. Like, the director maybe was at fault. I don't know. Also, why did he, why did he zoom in? Did you see that, like, he <laughs> they they te- they're texting each other and Patrick gets a text his name is not Patrick. Charlie gets a text from her and he like zooms in on the screen. <laughs> I just remember that. I was like, does he need glasses? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he has maybe he's the sickly teen. Yeah, he um, has some sickness. I did okay, so I don't forgive Bella Thorne for this. However, okay, I did okay. I did I did definitely enjoy the scenes with her and Morgan a lot more than her and Charlie. Yes. There was definitely more chemistry. That it was more comfortable. Yeah. I really think, as we've already said, that Patrick Schwarzenegger is just not – he's just really not good. There's nothing There's nothing charming about him. Like, I absolutely did not at any point think, like, ooh, like, I have a little crush on him. Like, I just no. felt no warmth to him. Um he felt uncomfortable and no one's acting like a human. No one's sad. No one's frustrated. There's just no range. There's not a big range of emotions. <sighs> yeah, there's also, they're kind of unnecessarily mean to each other a little bit in this point. Like, Morgan is like a little shitty to Grover? Garver? Garver? Garver. 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 Her short little friend. She just, like, is kind of mean to him and yells at him, and then they're making out, and, like, it, yeah, I, 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 just, there's just some weird mean stuff that's supposed to be, like, high school hierarchy stuff. Like, Charlie is, like, trying to be alpha, and he, like, calls one of the other guys, like, buddy, and I was, like, I just, like, don't think that would happen. (laughs) That's, like, what your dad, that's what your dad says. Oh, speaking of dad, this is, this is the main... This is the main chemistry part that is uncomfortable, correct? Oh, no. Would you like, would you like to describe the Yes. Tension? Okay, here's the thing. There's the staircase scene. So in many movies, a beautiful young woman walks down a staircase and her date looks at her and is like, oh, wow, you actually are beautiful. But in this case, the person doing that was her dad. <laughs> I lost it. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she has... I think I do think what what we'll, we can say about Bella Thorne is she's very good at looking hot on Instagram, <laughs> and she has that face on as she's walking down the stairs, like desire me and like think I'm hot, and I'm like that that's your dad standing at the foot of the stairs, like don't 
Don't have that face on, please. <laughs> Victim blaming. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah. And what she can just, I say? she just stood there. Like, there was no dialogue, really. She just stood there and, like, like, waited. I'm, I'm presented fine with herself. the dress. I like the dress. It's, like, normal. It's yeah. Like an A-line dress you would find on Lulu's. Um, do you, do either of you had, did, did, did either of you have exposure to, like, sailing team boys or, like, boat boy culture <laughs> in, like, your teens? Because that is something I, I had never experienced. I did a sailing camp when I was a kid because I lived in Virginia. Um, but I was, like, 10 and, uh, I cried every day there because it was so <laughs> scary. Oh Wait, what, um, where in Virginia did you live? The uh, sun was scary. The sun was so scary. I lived in Alexandria. Um, oh, cool. Like right across from D.C., yeah. I went to George Mason University. Oh, cool. So many and, of my friends went there. And then I lived in D.C. for like three years. So I love... Awesome. I love D.C. Um, my sailing... My only sailing experience was I did this camp at Yale, but it wasn't through Yale. <gasps> it was literally just at Yale. <laughs> like... Yale was yeah. not involved. We just stayed in their <laughs> Yale, dorms. Yale, the event space. And there definitely was like a Yale camp that was happening at the same time. And all of those kids were business casual. And we all just sort of took classes on like, if God is real <laughs> and staring at the clouds. Hell yeah. Um, but on one weekend getaway, we went to uh, sailing. We went to sailing. And the only thing I really remember about it is that I got a the biggest bruise I've ever had in my life because I kind of slid. Okay, in the sailboat, there was sort of one seat on the left, one seat on the right in the front, and in the middle, there was sort of a metal hook, and I somehow slid across it, mm. and I got the largest bruise on my thigh, which now is covered oh. by a tattoo. Um, That's my sailing memory. <laughs> yeah, I love to impale myself on things and get a giant <laughs> bruise. I also do that to, just to, like, tables. Um, My question, Grace, was at sailing camp, did people wear, did the kids wear boat shoes? Yes. <gasps> yes. Oh, so they are actually like for boat. Um, well, <laughs> the thing is, I can't confirm if that's true or not. <laughs> um, I think I remember wearing them. Okay. And I was like, these are Sperry's. They're for boats. <laughs> and um, no one really made a big deal about it, but people do wear them. Yeah, they they did try to make this guy like a boat boy and they should have had more shots of him wearing like boat shoes and like nice like sweaters and I don't know. There should have been more boat boy aesthetic. Oh to yeah. give something give something to Charlie. Like, like there's just nothing A fisherman there. like turtleneck would have been really nice. Yeah, I think we would have looked good in it. Yeah. Anyway. He would have been we, more likable. Where is this movie? I know the movie's filmed in Vancouver. Do we know where it's set? It's outside Seattle. Oh, okay, okay. Because they go to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That's right. It's confusing to me that he's a swimmer and a boater. It's like pick pick one. one. Pick one. (gasps) That's true. You know, I like, I think I love to like be in the ocean, but I don't like boat culture as much. And then like the, the opposite is like true for my. For people I know who love to be on a boat. So yeah. I think you have to pick one. There are two types of people. 
Should we move on? That's what's the most unrealistic aspect of this movie. Okay, Katie ends up telling her dad about Charlie, and even though he's worried, he lets them go out. They start dating and kissing a bunch. Charlie is offered a spot at Berkeley as long as he can get trained in time, but he's considering sticking around to be with Katie. He meets Katie's dad and then takes her to a concert in Seattle. See, I'm an idiot. Afterward, he makes Katie perform on the sidewalk, and people sit around and dance. Then Katie makes Charlie swim in the lake in their undies. She realizes the sun is rising and rushes home, freaking Charlie out, but ultimately being exposed to the sun. So much (laughs) happened at this point. This is like where everything happened. And the one thing that I'm dying to talk about, though, is the fact that they went swimming in the lake in dirty ass marina water. That is disgusting. That was just and this is like a trope that always happens. I feel like in every single slightly romantic film is people always go swimming in disgusting water. Yes. And I, I'm someone who doesn't really like freshwater swimming as much anyway. Cause I, I'm freaked out by how like still it is. Yeah. And like you would not jump into the same water that the boats are in, but I understand that like they do that for movies cause it's fun to have them, the boat in the background. But it's just not, it's gross. And they're in their underwear. I do like how, like, he, like, she's in, she, like, takes off her shirt and is in her bra. And he's like, gotta go rip off my clothes. I'm so (laughs) excited. But it's also not horny. Like, this movie manages to to make Bella Thorne very not horny. And Yeah, it's like he's doing a bit. He's doing a bit. Yeah. This whole movie was like a prank. Like, (laughs) I'm not for sure it was real. What if um, it was a satire? Yeah. Ooh, we'd have to do a whole other episode of like of, of a midnight sun through a different lens. Okay. Um. Did you notice that during the dad meet scene? Have you, um Grace? Have you seen a fault in our stars? You bet I have. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> during the dad meet scene, I actually didn't hate it. It sort of made me smile. I yeah, thought it, me too. it didn't. It, I felt like it didn't fit into the movie. But he almost starts to do the "I'll fall to our star" speech, where he's like, "Katie's not as strong as she thinks she is," type thing. Mm. Which, do you think the dad watched it? <laughs> and he was he like, watched it to prepare. Yeah, but it doesn't he make seems sense. Like someone who would. <laughs> because okay, what does this mean? What does it mean that she's not as strong as she thinks she is? She mm. she. She is. She just can't go in the sun. I think, yeah, I think that was just, like, his weird way of trying to, like, um, out her illness. And it's, like, oddly too similar to that. It doesn't make sense (laughs) because, like, she's fully capable of doing many things. She simply cannot go into the sun. And so if this was clarified, it wouldn't be a big deal. That's so true. Yeah, every (sighs) cool thing. I do think, like, I legit, like, laughed a little bit at that scene, but I think it's because he's a comedian and he's just being a comedian. Like, it could just be, like, an SNL sketch. Um, But I also think this is the part of the movie where Patrick is doing, like, a face where he sticks out his upper lip. (laughs) Or, sorry, he sticks out his lower lip to be, like, funny. He's like, "Mm, mmm, mmm. And I, I hated it. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Like he would do that as a joke with them in the montage. He was just doing like, don't, don't, don't bully me. <laughs> he does like weird, awful faces. I'm gonna I go wish and I screenshot back to some this. of that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll screenshot it. Um, um my yeah, low point. I, Should we do lows oh, and highs? Here's my, here's my thorn. Um, okay, seeing Katie thorn. perform. 
Yeah. Okay. God. This was so (laughs) awful. Um, she's not good at singing or dancing. I know it's it's a really sort of classic move to have someone perform in a movie and people be like, "Oh my God, she's amazing," and have them be average. It's really unbelievable that anyone would come and watch her and that and that she could do this as a career. Like she's just not charismatic. (laughs) I mean, she's not like awful but she's just not good and i hated watching it and i hated watching her um do her little spins oh my god <laughs> oh god <laughs> if you had been there you'd have been like Ugh. <laughs> my question was what's the most positive way that either of you have ever reacted to somebody busking like what's the most positive experience you've had watching someone busking Oh, so if it's like really pretty music and they're not singing, I don't like when people sing in public. I'm sorry. <laughs> that it's off-putting. No oh, one yeah. no one should be doing it. I don't care how good you are. But like if someone's like playing like the violin or saxophone, I will always yeah, like yeah. stop and just like listen for like a minute or two and then like give cash. Fuck the kid who gave her peanut M&Ms. Uh, yeah yeah like so stupid isa would have been like fuck you i want skittles oh okay i just remembered i just remembered what this reminded me of movie freaky friday starring Lindsay lohan jamie lee curtis when Lindsay lohan is playing in the band at the end as like it's jamie lee curtis is in her and she's like strumming the guitar and she does a little like turn around that's exactly what this looks like oh that's so true yep (sighs) but but I think that 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 music is almost better for that movie than oh, for the fuck she the, was doing here. Uh, the, like, the music's incredible in Freaky Friday. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like way better. I I think that I agree with Grace. Like I've if I've heard like a violin player or something like busking, it's always like a nice surprise. I the one time I have reacted pretty positively to someone singing in public is that one time I was in. Uh, Union Square and like kind of far away I could hear someone doing a lot of Frank Ocean covers um, which was kind of cool and then it just like he just like had a very similar voice to Frank Ocean and then when I got near he was just like someone who might have been like a 14 year old skinny white boy with glasses and that was very (laughs) (laughs) very confusing to me and he literally sounded like Frank Ocean so that was confusing and if someone knows that Union Square guy you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it was pleasantly surprising. Um, my other note is that in the scene where she's running away from the sun, the house is too big to get inside immediately. Did you notice that? Like, why don't they have like a garage door for her to quickly go in? Like, she has to climb up like the big porch. That's I'm so doing it true. like she's climbing a ladder. She she has to like scramble up the stairs. When she gets to her address, there's like two more minutes before she gets inside yeah and it really i was like that just if you're this rich and your dad is like obsessed with you being safe you would have like little like bunkers in your yard yeah. <laughs> or like like one of those giant wedding tents you know? <laughs> yeah 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 because that way just she could just be in the shade right that's yeah. what i was thinking is also if if she knew she was outside why didn't she just go in the car like he could have just thrown her in the trunk <laughs> Yeah, and like he, they could have thrown her in the trunk. She didn't even like get down in her seat, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah, she could have like laid down on the floor. In the yeah, I would have done that Thing, for sure. Things we would have done in that situation. But I think a big fault was how big the house was. That's my that's my contribution. Anti capitalist take. 
<laughs> okay, let's go to the ending, Jake. <sighs> okay, the doctor comes to Katie's home to tell her dad that she's dying, and they both cry. Katie starts to get sick and helps make her dad a dating profile, saying he will need someone to travel with once she's dead. She apologizes to Charlie for not being honest, but says they can't be together. Charlie convinces her otherwise, and they spend the summer together as he trains for college. He also surprises her with a recording studio session. Katie is getting sicker and eventually admits to Charlie that she'd been stalking him forever and they say I love you. At the end, Katie sails with Charlie under the sun and later is thrown into the lake in the form of ashes. It's revealed that Katie is the reason Charlie got another chance at his scholarship. Her song plays on the radio and everyone remembers her fondly. (laughs) What a way to die. (laughs) Things go really off the rocker here. Oh my god. Um, also, what type of doctor just casually shows up and, like, tells you your daughter's dying on your nice-ass front porch? In a sundress. <laughs> like, Absolutely unprofessional. She's so hot. She's so hot. <laughs> I wanted, like, her and the dad to, like, date. I wanted yeah! that to be – they easily could have made that happen. She's so hot, and she made me wonder if I should have bangs, actually. Oh, my oh, God. Um, duh. Get bangs. She does. Yeah. Get bangs. Get <laughs> oh bangs. God. Scary. Scary. Okay. There, There is obviously no, like, triggering event for XP. Like, that's not a thing. But it is funny when, when the dad's like, yeah, her brain is contracting or oh something. Oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, I wish that were me. <laughs> my neurons would just shrivel up. Um, sure. We also have the scene of, like, her helping her dad make um, a dating profile. And I realized, what's her dad's job? He's a photographer, right? That's what I thought. Is that a... Is, that, <laughs> is it a job? That, how does he make money? Yeah. Is he a photographer like for... Because he has an office. They left out so many key details. <laughs> it would have been so easy to be like, I'm a photographer for XYZ. Yeah. Um. For anyway, XP. my question was... Sorry. If... <laughs> If your parents had seen each other on a dating app, do you think they would have swiped right? That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I think so. My parents met at a St. Paddy's Day party. And they were hot, is what you're saying. And yeah, I think so. <laughs> but they were the only two single people there, and then they decided mm. to start dating. Oh, yeah, interesting. To being they decided to start being. dating. They decided yeah. together. They, they, they were like, we're the only single people here. So. They shook on it. Um, my parents. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that in their prime, they were both pretty good looking. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's a hard question. It is an interesting question and one that I think I would like to ask my parents to make, to make them uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, my mom. My mom and dad were introduced by a mutual friend. Like, my mom's best friend actually set them up on, like, a semi-blind date, which is pretty fun back when that used to happen <laughs> before dating apps. Um, but, like, my dad was sort of, like, I don't know. My my mom was very much, like, straight edge in college, and my dad was not. And so, and then they met, in, like, towards the end of college or after, maybe. And so, like, that is kind of interesting that, like, they were pretty, they had pretty different teen experiences i think Mm. um but i would never i i don't know i don't i think like if you're just famous comedian rob riggle (laughs) you could just put in your dating app i've been on the daily show on snl (laughs) okay here the the ending truly is terrible and i struggle with it because there's there's sort of the message they're trying to say i think is it's 
good that she fell in love and died because you need to risk it all to fall in love. But it's similar to Five Feet Apart. A little, a it little is. Well, this reminded me of A Walk to Remember just a little mm. bit. <gasps> but it doesn't make any sense because she truly did not need to die. She could have yeah. had it all. Yeah. Women can have it all. Women with XP can have it all. Um, I also don't understand why Charlie at the end doesn't feel worse for sort of his role in killing Katie. Um, I don't understand why Katie isn't more upset that she's dying. I don't understand how she died so quickly. He sort of tries to apologize to the dad and then the dad's like, no, no, no. It's no one's fault. And I'm like, well. It kind of is. You kind of killed her. It sort of is. You killed yeah. my daughter, but it's okay. We're pals, pal. I'm going to come to your swim meets. Like, Yeah, what? Um, I love the shot of her watching him swimming, and she has a completely blank face because she has no idea what's going on as I'm in her situation. How do you, like, cheer at a swim meet? I know that's a completely different, like, I this could is- speak for that for an hour, but. So it's funny because, like, when I was watching the Olympics, I realized that, like, people, like, People or the coaches cheer when the person is, like, above, and then, like, when they're below, you don't. So it sort of feels like people are, like, yelling, yelling, yelling. <laughs> it's so cool to watch. So it's also humid and hot in there, right? Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't like that. Also, I love that she's, she's like, I'm sick, so I can't wear any makeup. Like, she truly looks like I a wanted wolf. to give that girl some concealer so badly. Just like, honey, it takes two seconds. Um, I think another thing I like is that it's funny when Patrick or Charlie has to hug his parents that are introduced in like the last quarter of the movie. He has to hug the actor that's supposed to be his dad and like be normal. And it's funny because his real dad is Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) So like imagine being like. Your sta- your how it feels when you hug your father is hugging a bodybuilder and then like having to act to hug a normal looking dude. Like that I really loved. I could have like watched that scene again and again. So you're saying this was a very challenging role for him and we can understand why <laughs> yes. he struggled. Yeah. Uh, honestly, th- okay, the entire time I watched this movie, I knew it was bad, but I couldn't fully pinpoint why. And so I thought we could talk about it. And and mm-hmm. I have a few ideas. First of all, we've already said the acting is bad. Um, it is offensive, the this portrayal, obviously. But that's not why this movie is bad. You know what I mean? Like, there are plenty of offensive movies that are good. But, but maybe... Like what is it? The dialogue is weird. It's sort of it's sort of hard to hold on to because a lot of things are like not great, but like it's very bland in general. Mm. So it's bad, but it's not like fun yeah, bad. Yeah. And that there's like nothing there's no texture to like hold on to and be like, wasn't that like the most awful part? Um Yeah, that that was my feeling where I was like, all of this is very like Instagrammy and like bland, so I like am yeah. not as mad as I thought I would be. Um Something that did make me mad was that he keeps, like, taking her shit and, like, reading it. Like, he steals her. No- She's like, how'd you get my song? And he's like, I took your notebook again. And then he, like, puts her in a recording studio or, like, uploads it online. Like, it's just, it. there's a lot of, like, intrusions into, like, her performing aspect that bother me. And I'm like, musician, artists in general don't like if you just, like, put them. That would be like, Jane, if, like, as a surprise, I was like, 
oh, you're going to be on this, like, amazing reading at, like, a bookstore. Like, here you go. I took your pages, and now you're going to read them in front of people. Right. It's like, no. Like, <laughs> that, what would, I was just thinking, what would be the equivalent for Walt? Since he's, like, such an organizer, it would be, like, here's a group of people that are really hard to organize for a political campaign. Do your thing. Oh, my God. He's so grumpy. <laughs> Grace, why was this movie bad for you? Because it was, like, a 12-year-old wrote it. Yeah. Yes. It was yeah. it was like my like I hate to admit this, but if I'd been like ten to twelve, this yes. would have this whole movie I would have eaten that up. I would have been like, Oh, I wanna be her. I she has this thing that makes her interesting. Cause that's the way that they framed it. They didn't frame it as an illness. They framed it as just a, like a little quirk and otherwise everything's fine. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Had had it been portrayed and released as satire, it <laughs> would be so funny. But it's not. They meant it. They meant everything. And it, that's why yeah. it's not good. <laughs> I think you're right. It feels like a dumb person or a very young person wrote it. Yeah, yeah. there's just no depth to it. There's no, like, realness. Yeah. yeah. No one acts like a real person. I do think the sort of weird message at the end is what really makes me mad because it's just so stupid. Like, it's it's fake. She it's, didn't need to die. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid, and I hate it. And also, I do like that she dies so quick, and they just toss her in the in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> she should have, like, moved yes. to Antarctica and lived where the sun is, like, never there. Yeah. I bet a lot of people do. They're... <laughs> Um, There's ways to, to, to do it. It's also like if my daughter was like already suffering. Because like I assume when you do get exposed to the sun with this disease, like it's somewhat painful or uncomfortable yeah. when you do get like blisters and like terrible shit happens to you. So like if someone was like, I really want to go on the boat. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like that's basically saying you want to like go get sunburned on purpose. Like, I don't know. It, it would have been weird. But maybe they already knew she was literally dying i don't know it was confusing yeah and what What would you it's a terrible message to send to be like she gets to feel the sun for the (laughs) last like if someone who had this illness actually watched this movie they would feel terrible it would not be uplifting to them my question is what would you choose as your last ever activity in the daytime (laughs) i am not gonna lie my immediate thought was bowling i was like bowling would be really fun (laughs) But there's, there's no, with fluorescent lights. You don't have to be exposed to this. I thought that, movie, that I thought go to the movies. Activity. So I thought Both go to the you, movies. So same. Okay, I mean like sun sun activity. I but guess. I hate I do um, hate the sun. You do, yeah. I was gonna say, Jane, you wouldn't be that unhappy. If this were you. I really, I really like to shield my body from the sun. That's good. That's that. Yeah, that'll pay good off for in the long skin, run. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I already have sun damage and it's bad. Um, Dear Evan Hansen also did it better with the like song on the radio, like the everybody listens to her song and it goes viral. The song wasn't good. Jane's Jane's shaking her head. It's so bad, and I do I do really like that they all listen to the song and are just like, oh, remember her? And and what? It's been like a month since she's. I don't know. It's so bucking. It's bad. weird. It's weird. Wait, what would your last activity be, Issa? Oh, um, it would probably be something beach related. As boring as that, oh, it yeah. would probably be like going to the beach or snorkeling or something. And oh yeah, some fish. Um, yes. 
I would probably just go for a long walk while listening to a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Or even just like a picnic in a park or something like that. Yeah. I'd yeah. go swimming with my dog. Stuff. Fun. Oh, that's a, that, what an idea. Yeah, that's a paradise memory. Memory. Image. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go swimming with your dog. Um, I, I do think that like, you know, there's stuff that was supposed to make me madder and I just couldn't be mad because it was all like sort of sliding over my brain. And I don't know if like you also had that feeling. I was just like, hmm. Yeah, I did fast <laughs> I forward like, towards hypnotized. the end. I'm not going to lie. okay (laughs) now that we've gone over our last ever activities that would um make us then we could toss our respective ashes into the various (laughs) settings that we brought up um i think we should answer the last three questions um okay and grace you can go first the first question is is this movie good or bad i think it's i think uh here's the thing i think it's so bad that it's it's okay it's very bad very bad yeah Yeah. it's really truly bad one thing i did want to say is that this movie truly fits it fits this podcast perfectly when isa came to me with the idea for this podcast (laughs) this this was the movie like i didn't know it existed yet but this is it yeah i think it's very bad in a very like like predictable way for netflix um and I, I was actually a little surprised that it was so bland, given that, like, Bella Thorne is, like, was so, like, talked about. She's spicy. In, like, the past couple years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I expected it to be a little spicier, but also bad. Um, the second question is, do you like this movie? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Simply, I, no. <laughs> I also didn't like it. I realized I wanted to say one other thing. When I write up the um, plot outlines, usually I just like take a bunch of notes and then I put them together. But miraculously, because this movie is so predictable, I just wrote, I just straight up wrote the plot outline and Damn. made very minimal edits. <laughs> Off the top. Yeah, I, I also did not like this movie. However, I agree with you, Jane, that this is like what... This is what we are for. <laughs> okay, third question. What type of teen is this movie for and not Issa and Jane? I don't, I don't think it's for a teen. I think it's for like 10 to 12-year-olds. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that's cause, because it's so I, yeah. bland. There's no, there's no sex. Yeah. yeah, and you can kind of like at that age – you can be attracted to Patrick because he is just like a like Barbie doll. He looked yeah. like a little boy in the movie. He has no personality. <laughs> no personality, yeah. no genitals. He should <laughs> lean into like the gummy smile. Like he could be very creepy with that. I feel Ooh. Like. Yeah, he I agree that like it's for children. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think this movie would have been would have done better in like the year two thousand one, too. Because I think a lot of rom coms were very generic and also just more focused on like aesthetics and so like yeah i don't know i and this is like weirdly hammy in like ways that reminded me almost of early 2000s movies so i just don't think it should have been made now um but i agree that maybe a 12 year old would like it better maybe if you're really really into bella thorne 
and you want to see her body of work. I'm wondering <laughs> who is, like, into Bella Thorne, like, who her genuine <laughs> fans are. Okay, to be real, though, I went on Tumblr to look at people's reactions, and there were a lot of, like, young people being like, this movie made me cry, I was so sad, what a beautiful story, and I was like, everyone's stupid, we're all <laughs> in hell, it's the end of the world, like, I hated it, yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Grace? <laughs> well, I was, oh, I was gonna say that this movie felt like it was trying to be the last song you know, with, like, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> like, it felt yes. like it was trying to be in that same vein, but it wasn't able to strike, like, the same chords because there was no spice. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, in a way because of that, like, it makes sense that this was directed by someone who likes music videos. Like, yeah, it does feel like a generic music video for, like, any song. <laughs> it's like a music video that lasted an hour and 32 minutes. That's what this movie <laughs> yeah, was. thank God this movie was short. Um, <laughs> Grace, what are you watching these days that's not this? The, oh, um, I'm currently watching Nine Perfect Strangers mm. and Only Murders in the Building. And yes, yes. I watched, I like binged uh, The White Lotus as soon as it came out. Those are like the three things I've been consuming in the past like two weeks. Wait, what's Nine Perfect Strangers? Um, It's on Hulu and it's a TV show, like a a drama but honestly i also think it's really funny and it has nicole kidman in it and the right it used to like be a book and the same person who wrote that also wrote big little lies yes oh yeah. lorraine moriarty yes yeah oh yeah. shit how have i not heard of this i'm like i'm surprised you haven't heard of this i'm a fangirl kidman thing too. yeah and like um like, it's, like, a star-studded cast, and it's, like, about, yes. like, this, like, what? wellness retreat that these, like, nine strangers go to. And it's, like, Michael okay. Shannon is in it. His yeah, character like cracks me up. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, extremely up my alley. Very cool people in it, too. Um, Samara Weaving. Is that, her, is that her, how you say her name? She was, like, the girl in Ready or Not, which was a fun movie. Um, I haven't seen I'll that. Probably, I'll probably watch that. Jane, what about you? Okay, last night um, I did the classic Saturday night uh, night in with two movies, very different. I watched Ooh. Dating in New York, which is a new movie starring Jabuki Young White. Um, honestly, it's not great, but Kat Cohen is in it, and I'm obsessed with her. And mm. Mm. I just wish the movie had just been about her. But um, wait, what's this movie called? Dating in New York. Dating it's extremely like modern like like it's it's supposed to be sort of like your modern romance rom-com yeah texting instagram um it's not bad it's just not like jabuki young white's a genius so yeah i'm he will he will do better um and then a very different movie i watched wind river which is a 2017 kind of westerny um murdery thing with Ooh. elizabeth Olth- elizabeth olsen and she's incredible ah! it's super violent and very upsetting, but really good. I will say, Friend of the pod. I don't like Jeremy Renner. Like, just sort of as a blanket statement. For some reason, he sure. just doesn't do it for me. But I've been an OG Elizabeth Olsen stan. Like, I haven't even seen WandaVision, and I like her. Oh, you would really like WandaVision until it becomes a Marvel film. <laughs> like, or not film. Like, I loved WandaVision for all the just, like, fun Elizabeth Olsen stuff. And then once it became just, like, superheroes fighting, I was like, okay, I'm done. 
Um, I was going to say, Jane, you also watched Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, yeah. I'm keeping up with that. And I really, I'm, I do. Okay, wait, Grace. Is yeah. Selena Gomez a yeah, good actor? Go. <laughs> oh, that's such a loaded question. Um, I, you know, I like, the thing is, I don't know if she's a good actor because that's so subjective, but I will say her acting is so much better than her singing, in my opinion. (gasps) Incredible. Okay, so (laughs) in our last episode, which hasn't come out yet, I have this exact same conclusion. And I I think that acting is her, her, uh, I mean, I'm sure she has other skills, but like that's her skill she should stick with. And I am enjoying it. I have to watch it to have an opinion, yeah. I I like her in it. I used to love Wizards of Waverly Place. She rocked that show. So yeah, it's sort of funny that she like started out doing that and then like became her music became big and then now she's going back to acting and I kind of like I think she's doing well. Yeah, Selena, come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of um like music turned actors, um I watch this week I watched the Cinderella with Camila <gasps> Cabello. What was it like? I've been wishy washy about watching it. <gasps> oh my god, it was. <laughs> Is it awful? I don't, like, have anything more to contribute. Like, if you watch the trailer and you're like, oh, no, oh, no. It's, like, all of that. Um, Okay. I did continue to watch it because – why did I continue to watch it? (laughs) Just to continue to see, like, the choices they made. Um, And it's a little confusing because it's sort of supposed to be a little bit like a jukebox musical where they have, like, pop songs in it. But then they also have a couple, like, original songs in it. And I couldn't tell if it was just, like – a Demi Lovato song I don't know or something. <laughs> so it was just confusing in that way. And I thought the prince was also like not attractive or good. And it just shouldn't have been made. And I don't know what people's feelings are about Camila Cabello. But I just don't think the movie should have been made. And that's all. Everyone on TikTok, I mean, has been roasting it. It's really, it's really something. <laughs> okay. Now I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. I mean, I put it, I do think it's fun to have on in the background just to like have it in there. But <laughs> but I'm I I'm sort of sad that like money was spent on it. <laughs> yeah. I I miss like just I want to go back and just have a normal Disney princess cartoon. <laughs> I'm like I think the whole I don't I don't want to be a girl boss anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be a girl boss Because I don't know, Janie, you haven't seen the trailer, right? But the whole premise is they changed the story so that, like, Cinderella's, like, dream is to be a, like, is to have, like, a dress store and have a design, like, be a designer. Gotcha. And, like, in the movie, it's, like, the prince, like, is kind of questioning whether he wants to be governing at all. So then they, like, change it up that way. Weird. Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel's the mom, which is fun. I have an anti Camila Cabello stance, so that makes me that I'm in my mind. You have to pick her or Normani, and clearly I'm I'm a huge Normani stand. Absolutely would choose Normani. That's so true. Yeah, (laughs) we're waiting for the album Normani. (laughs) (laughs) Grace, so seriously, that is so true. You make such a good point. No, it, it it is, and I think everyone who's listening should take a side. Also, the thing is, Normani would be an incredible Cinderella. Yes, oh, I agree she with that. would be. She's an amazing dancer. She's amazing. I love Normani. Uh, we love her, and she's not um, dating Shawn Mendes. 
Oh, yes, that's that's another thing. That's She's not fakely dating. Shawn I Mendes. forgot. Yes, yes, <laughs> I forgot. Like Camilla, like that's something I strangely didn't think about the entire movie is like her relationship to Sean. Do you think that he um, watched that? Like I, I've been thinking recently about ooh. supporting people who make bad stuff. Do you think he was like great job? I think he watched it, and I think he probably genuinely loved it. Oh, good. Point. Yeah. Hmm. I will say there's a scene in the end, like sort of the big ending song where everyone's happily every ever after. It does read like um, the Havana music video. <laughs> and so that was like, okay. <sighs> um, and I sent Jane a dress and I was like, I think this would look good to me because I'm short. And Jane said, it kind of reminds me of bar mitzvahs. I'm sorry. That was my honest take. You don't understand. No, that is, that is, you're honest. I, am, I, you know, I, I keep friends because they will tell me the truth. Wait, where would you wear that dress um, also? And don't get me wrong. Of course, it would look cute on you. I don't know. Like, you, if, but... it weren't, if it weren't white, you could wear it to, like, a wedding. Yeah. Like, my friend wore a poofy, like, tulle e dress to my wedding and looked great. Julie, friend of the pod. Oh, um, well, Julie is... Julie is Julie. Super cool. <laughs> and, like, anything she wears looks cool. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to mention the upcoming movie, Jane, that's not this? That's I not do. Cinderella? It's Jennifer's Body. Spooky. Ooh. We're going to enter our spooky October um, where we will only be doing spooky teen movies, which is really exciting. Um, But Grace, thank you for closing out our September with this movie, which I think just fits so well with our pod. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great movie to experience, to be honest. (laughs) Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, Oh, gosh. Well... Not, not necessarily. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I have shows in Chicago. If any of the listeners are based in Chicago, and yeah, you can. Where can people find your stuff? They can find my stuff. I always recommend looking um, on my Twitter because that, that's so easy for me to access. So I'm always posting stuff on there, um, or cool. my website at gracebaylor.com. Cool. Yay. We will link yes, all that for you. It. Also, oh, it's thanks. funny that like all of us are like, this movie's bad. We didn't like it. And then all three of us are like, so fun. This is so fun to have experience. It was fun. <laughs> it really was. It really was. <laughs> Which is kind of what we imagined. It's like Olive Garden. You know, you go. It's not amazing food, but it's an experience. Yeah. I would argue that some of Olive's Garden, Olive Garden's <laughs> food is like better. Olive's Garden. Olive Garden's food is like way better than this movie. <laughs> the plural of Olive Garden is <laughs> Olive's Gardens. Like passersby. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was under the bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review. And please, share us with an Olive's Gardens-loving friend. <laughs> and with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Uh, also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the